real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. So this is Ways for an Effective Deal Analysis and Real Estate Investing. Real Estate IQ is a company with 80 plus employees. We have design teams, data aggravation, not aggravation, data aggregation, uh, technology, technology operations, customer service, sales, marketing. Uh, we got them all. And uh, it's all for the investors so that they can uh, have a place to go to get real estate information. I'm your speaker, Rodney Rush, and these are our sponsors, and we always want to let you know who is sponsoring this event. These are trusted sponsors, trusted companies that real estate investors can go to and know that they're going to be treated well. Uh, Quest Trust Company is a place where you can put your IRA funds and use them to invest in real estate or oil and gas or other non-stock um, market ventures. Investor Loan Source, Blink Lending, and Bay Mountain Capital are all money lenders, some private, some hard money lenders. Some do only Texas, some do all over the United States. Some focus on fix and flip and others will do fix and flip and wraps and all kinds of other things. So get to know each of these and uh, money lenders to know how they can fit into your portfolio to help you succeed. Action coaching is business coaching to help you work with your uh, business, get it moving forward. Real property management legend is for those who are doing rentals and they need a property manager. Uh, they're a great company for that. And Note School is for those who would prefer more of a passive approach to investing and purchase the uh, notes that are underlying. An underlying note is a mortgage on a home. You have a home that somebody else has had the loan started and now they're selling it off and you can purchase that and get the monthly interest payments from that. And as you can see on the chat window, the contact information for each of these folks is there. You can just cut and paste and they will, you'll be able to connect with them. You can also join us with, for other webinars and online education at our new community portal, uh, community.realestateiq.co. And I'll pop over to that. You can see that right here. Uh, there's small groups and events page. Uh, we haven't officially launched this yet, but there are groups out here that you would be able to come and be a part of. You just sign in once it's free and you register and then you can become a part of all of these different groups, Florida, Georgia, Austin, Deal Finding Lounge, Women in Real Estate, Successful Habits Book Club, Latinos in Real Estate, all kinds of different things. Uh, our marketplace is where you're going to find education. Like these are the Wealth Club down in Houston. This is, uh, let's see, let's find some others. Real Estate Investor Network and then Gulf Coast Investment Meetup, the RIA Dade, Rhea, Suncoast, all kinds of Chicago, Tampa, Jacksonville. There's many pages of RIAs and stuff. If you want to just look in your area, you can always just click on the map and it'll show you what's there in that area. And funding is, you notice Bay Mountain Capital, Blink Lending, Investor Loan Source, the three that I highlighted. You can also find a lot of other funding, Jet Lending, Capricorn Mortgage, lots of lending here again. Click in the area and you'll be able to find it. And then if you want trusted vendors, here's RPM Legend. Uh, there's Roofstock, 
brokers, all kinds of stuff in here. And if you're interested in notes, it's right there. If you're looking for events that deal with real estate, here are the events that are coming up. This one is going on right now with me. This one is going on right now. It's a Latino event for real estate investors. Uh, tomorrow, we got a couple of them, a book club and deal finding. Then we have Wednesday, geeks and nerds, and we have hot trends, all kinds of stuff coming up. You can see different RIAs. Tim's Tips is coming up, Alamo, RIA, Note School on the 12th. Here's where you can find all the events coming up that uh, are with people that we work with. So this is our, our page. We are the number one in deal finding in Texas, and we are expanding to try to take that to Florida, Atlanta, Chicago, and other places as we move forward. These are our core suites, deal analysis suite. That's what we're talking about tonight. We also have the deal finding suite and the premium suite. And at the end, I'll go over these just briefly, just so you're aware of what they are. And here's a quick little testimonial about our analysis. Guys, I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at the Jet Lending event, and Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It was re it's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that t the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of $50,000. Oh, fantastic. And by the way, all right, so that is one successful story. There's a lot more, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot more out on YouTube, under Real Estate IQ YouTube, and you can see more testimonials. We uh, also offer 45-minute free one-on-one -on -one deal finding training, and it's looking like we're, we have quite a few subscribers already online. That's awesome. So we're going to go over some stuff, in, and tonight should be a uh, new little thing for you that you may not have seen before in analyzing deals. It's pretty cool. So the deal analysis suite, it's made up of fast CMA, the repair estimator and the deal analyzer. Instead of looking and going over the deal analyzer tonight, we're gonna go over a different product called ROI Muse. And that's a new analytical tool that you're gonna find is pretty incredible, pretty powerful. And it's, uh, it's uh, something that I was pretty excited about and I've been utilizing and, and it's been really nice. Uh, so the basics of analyzing a deal here is that you find the deal, hopefully using real estate IQ off market lead lists. You calculate comps using fast CMA. Now comps are competitive, comparative and market analysis. And you want to utilize the market analysis to find an ARV. An ARV is an after repair value. So what that means is there's, there's a value of the home that you're purchasing now. And you are planning to purchase it, fix it up, and sell it. You want to understand what it's going to be able to be sold for after you fix it up. That's the after repair value. The ARV is the acronym for that. And it is utilized by lending companies. It's utilized by you, the investor, to make sure that you're going to have enough profit in the deal. And there's this maximum allowable offer formula that hard money lenders use, uh, investors use this is the formula because it automatically has a profit built into it you don't have to use this formula you can do a 75 percent times arv minus repairs but know that whenever you go higher in this number right here you're increasing the risk to the deal and you're also decreasing your profit in the deal now that may not be an issue if you're going to 
buy and hold it and you don't need profit right away, you're going to just hold it as a rental, then you maybe can buy a little higher. But if you're going to flip it and something goes wrong where the repairs you estimated are higher than what you estimated, which is the case probably about 90% of the time, then that the dollars for those repairs has to come from somewhere and it comes from your profit. So going by this rule, it, uh, it helps you make sure you have a profit at the end of your deal. Now with COVID, as soon as it started, I started calling some of the hard money lenders and private money lenders I work with. And they said, a lot of them said, well, we're not doing the 70 times ARV minus repairs anymore. We're doing 65% times ARV minus repairs. And that's because they want less risk and there's less risk to them if they lend less money on the deal and they make you put more money on the deal, in the deal. Just be aware, this is just a, it's a starting point. And also, this is your maximum allowable offer. Whenever you go to make an offer on a deal, you don't want to start with this number. You want to start lower because if they want to negotiate, then you have some room to negotiate. If you start with this number and they say, oh no, what about this? Let's negotiate. You're negotiating your profits out of it. I mean, you're always negotiating your profits out of it as it goes up, but you're, you're taking more of them out as you move along. All right. Let's look at a demo here. So to get to the Real Estate IQ application, you go to login to Real Estate IQ dot me on the community page. I've already done that and this is what comes up. And you put in your user ID and password. This user ID and password is different than the community page just so you're aware. So you can't use the same one. I mean if you make it the same you can but you have to set two different ones up. This is a fast CMA. On here with our deal analysis suite you have the MLS deal finder county data finder as well. We're just going to focus on the FAST CMA tonight. So the FAST CMA is made up of a number of different things. If you're wondering where it will work, because this is tied to the MLS, this is not working off of Zillow or Redfin or any place like that. It's working off the real MLS. If you click on this here, available counties, these are all the counties that you can run a comp on, which is a lot. There's, and this includes all of the Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, around Dallas, Metro, all over the place. So if you ever wonder, hey, can I run a comp in this county, you can just click on this and you'll see that. Also, the address, when you use this fast lookup by address, it focuses on... Uh, Oh, I, that's just, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. This is just meaning you can put an address in here to find a location. If you know an MLS number, you can put an MLS number. The batch CMA is for people who have multiple uh, rental properties or something, and they want to find out the overall worth of their investment. You can put it into a spreadsheet, upload it to us, and then on the back end, we'll run a, a CMA on every property and send you back uh, a total of what your properties are worth. All right, let's look up an address. So we're going to look up, um, start with this one. So at first you put in the address and then it goes to look up. And you go over here to look up and it says, did you mean one of these? And I'm going to take this newer one. And this happened, it shows up because it was a canceled MLS listing. If it ever did have an MLS listing, it will automatically put in the year built and the square footage. And if it doesn't, then you have to manually put that in. Uh, this here is where you can say what type of property is. You can just individually deselect these or you could have deselected all and then just select the one that you're interested in. Under here, you can say if it's residential, commercial, multifamily, or lots or an acreage. So you know how to do your search. So this earlier is what I was talking about, the distance uh, search. That is uh, focused mostly on how close to the property is. It's, it's no more than like a quarter mile. 
it also prioritizes recency. Recency means how long ago did the property sell on the MLS? And as we get into this, I'll show you what recency looks like. And it, you want to find things that are preferably less than 60 days. It's, it's hard at times, especially in this environment where not a lot has sold in the last 60 days. But um, the lower the number of recency, the better. The reason for that is if you get a recency of 360 days, that's almost a year ago. And as you've seen in the last three months, the market can change drastically quickly. And so you don't want to be basing what the home is going to sell for a year ago when you're just looking to buy it. It's going to take you three to four to five to six months to get it back on the market. And then you're going to sell it. So what the market's going to look like six months from now is drastically different than what it looked like a year and a half ago from when you go to sell it. Does that make sense? Subdivision, it doesn't take recency into account. It takes how close are the nearest properties to the one that you are evaluating. And then you can customize it if you'd like. And the property subtype, again, you can go like this. This is where recency, you can say 180 days, you can say only 30 days, you can say up to 360 days. Uh, we'll keep it at, well, actually we're gonna do distance. Here's where the range is, how far from this sample property are you wanting to look for comps? Could be half a mile, quarter mile, a mile, up to a mile. This is the year built, plus or minus 10 years. When you get down to older properties, you might want to increase that to 15 or 20 so you get the 60s into it. But if you're sitting in 2012, it was purchased, then 10 is good because 10 plus 2012 is past where we're at now. And less than it is going down into the uh, early 2000s. You don't want to compare something built in the 90s to something built in the 2000s. But when you get back to 1925, 45, 50, 60, that's so long ago that the values don't change that much. All right, and I'm going to change the square footage to 1335. So this tells us we found nine sold properties. We found five that are active, so that's our competition. Ten that have expired or been taken off the MLS, and five of them that are leased. So by seeing what's leased, you know this is an area that you could, if you wanted to, purchase this and hold it as a rental because there's other rentals in the area, and so that's just, just something good to know. Let's run the CMA, and it immediately pops up at a CMA of 272. Now, I think that's a little high because I know this area. So what am I going to look for? First, I want to find out which properties is this based off of. And these are supposedly the most accurate to it in terms of year built and square footage. And you can see it's they're fairly close. Number of bedrooms and baths, fairly close. But it is taking into account this one, this one, and this one, and one more, number nine. And the recency is 236, that's pretty high. 126 here, 240. 170, so you can see there's one for 86, and it didn't choose that one for some reason. So you sort of look at it, why wouldn't it have? Maybe because it's just slightly more square footage. It also has a a garage, which ours doesn't have a garage. So as you eyeball this, you can look and see, well, this square price per square foot is pretty high. This one's a little less. This one's pretty high. So my question would be, why are these higher and this one lower? You can see what it sold for right here, 275, 245. So this one sold for less than is listed. This one sold slightly more than it was listed. These two sold for less and less. And then if you want to click on this button here, that tells you what the 
public remarks are on the MLS. Uh, beautifully updated. So this is all fully updated. Vintage charm, modern conveniences, crown moldings, sounds really nice. Great opportunity to own a four bedroom. Uh, doesn't talk about it. Oh yeah, says it has been completely re renovated. And then this one, let's see, what's this other one say? Beautifully remodeled. So they all say they're renovated, yet this one is selling for a little bit less. If we click at photos here, let's go down and look at our subject properties. And if you just slide over the top, you can see what it looks like. So that looks pretty nice. It has a very nice garage. It still has a garage, which our property that we're evaluating doesn't. Pendant lights, granite countertops. This one's really been done very nicely. So if we were planning that that's what ours is going to look like, then that's great. If that is more than what we're going to, ours is going to look like, we'd take it out of our ARV because we're not going to build ours to that. This is, oh, and the other thing I want to look at is if it's brick or if it's wood siding. And it's hard to tell. It looks like it's wood siding because that'll make a difference too. This one looks like it's, um, it's wood siding. It's nice inside. Kitchen is open. They've removed a wall. It's got new appliances. Looks pretty good. This one looks a little darker. The pictures aren't that great, but it's nice. And this one, where's the kitchen on this one? Dining room. They don't even show. Oh, there's there. They show the kitchen. Okay, that's not quite as nice. Number eight. You can see the cabinets aren't new. White appliances, not stainless steel, and no pictures for nine. That's disappointing. Who would list their property and not have pictures? So, oh, and this one has a pool. So ours doesn't have a pool. So we're going to take that one out. Now, generally, you want three or more, but this is way more than what I would put into this property in terms of fixtures and stuff like that. So even though there's only two, that gives me a more realistic value. And you see this drop down to 237 from 279. That seems more in line with this area. Also, you can see this is where the other home sold for in this area. And if you said, hey, I want to add number four to it because I like it, you just go like that. It automatically changes it. You can see it changed to 238. So I think 237 is a pretty reasonable price for me to sell this after I fix it up. So now let's go look and see what the competition is doing in the area. And it looks like the competition's average price is 236. So that matches up with 237. I'm feeling pretty confident that I can use these numbers, 236, 237, for my evaluation on what I want to pay for it. Now let's say I want to lease it out. The average lease is 1600 so that's an important number to know. And if I look down here, you can see this one leased for 1325 this one's 1700 this one's 1600 Square footage-wise, 12, 12, 11, and mine's 13. So I'd feel pretty comfortable saying 1621 And then if you want to see what was on the market and got taken off for some reason, you can go here and take a look at that too. All right, any questions on that part of it? And if you wanted to share this with somebody else, you can go in here under report and share, and it will give you an overview of the active, non-active leases, some, some pictures. You can download it as a PDF, or you can share it with somebody else. If you want to retail import, So, questions. Oh, there's some questions over the Q&A. Sorry, I wasn't looking over that far. Can you delete the property out of range? Yeah. 
So let's go back. And always remember when you go back, don't hit the back arrow button. That'll erase everything you've done. Just click back here one level. And that'll keep it so you can see it. So I think your question is a property out of range, meaning, well, I think it might have gone over that. But on the other hand, if you want a property added back into it, into your ARV, you can just check this box and it adds it in. Or you can take it out. Let's see. Can I go over the criteria for fixing the comps again? Com yeah. For fixing the comps? Oh, I covered it. Okay. For Keisha. All right. Um, let's see. Can I go over the criteria for fixing the comps again? I'm not sure what you mean by fixing the comps, but... If you can clarify, I'll, I'll try to answer it. All right, so that shows you how to use the Fast CMA and to create your ARV. Now, if you down here had something like this particular one, number three, that it automatically brought up, now you wouldn't because this recency is so old. But if it were pulled into your evaluation because it's a 3-2 and it has a two-car garage, you can look down here and sometimes it'll give you a clue of this hasn't been renovated or you can go look at the photos again. Let's look at number three and see what it looks like and see that it's pretty dated, has old gas heaters. It's nice home, but it's definitely not been renovated and you can tell that from the average price per square foot. It's, it's selling for a lot less than these others. So we wouldn't want that necessarily in our ARV because it, ours is gonna be updated. It's not gonna look like that. How I arrived at 236 from the initial 272. Okay, so we arrived at 236 or 237 because initially it also had believe it was this property in the ARV and you notice that with that adding that property it jumped to 263 and then we also had number nine and it was 272 it jumped up because these sold for 320 and 275 now these are much nicer if you look at the picture of this one you can see there's no garage. It's a sort of a plain Jane, small house. And this one, it just has a lot more curb appeal. It looks really nice. And so I, I think it's worth more than mine if I were to take this and go with it. This one has a pool and ours doesn't have a pool. So that's not a good comp to use. So we take those out and now it's down to 237 because we're finding things that are more like what we're going to have. All right. So now we're going to pop into the next piece is how do you determine your repair costs? Because that was getting the ARV. So we said the ARV is 237. Multiply that times 0.7 minus repairs so you're going to want to walk the property to find out what repairs are necessary if you get it from a wholesaler they'll tell you what they think the repairs are and they're normally underestimated and they'll tell you what the arv is and they're normally overinflated. and so that's why it's important to know how to figure your own ARV because otherwise if you just go point blank on that wholesaler's numbers if your repairs are less than what they're really going to be and your ARV is more than what it really is going to be then you just before you started you have lost money at the top end and lost money at the bottom end and the only place that money is going to come from is from your profit right in the middle so you want that ARV to be as accurate as possible, and you want those repairs to be as accurate as possible. Now, when you're just talking with the homeowner, 
wanting to create a contract and get them under contract, then you just use a ballpark figure for your repairs. But you always write the contract with an option period so that you can call your contractor, have them walk the property and validate your assumptions. And so whenever you, you see a home, if you walk in and it's, you look at it and say, there's no foundation issues, these are the big five, no foundation, no roofing, no plumbing, no HVAC and no electrical work, you're good. This is then called a cosmetic repair, which cosmetics, you might think, oh, well, it's nothing sim very hard, but that also includes kitchen upgrades, bathroom upgrades, paint, flooring, light fixtures, could be some door hardware, anything that's going to upgrade it and make it look modern. So if it's just cosmetics, then this is a quick rule of thumb. You put in the square footage, so let's change this. And we said it was 1335. Oops. 1335. And this is a rent ready if we're going to use this as a rental and we could figure we're going to put about almost nineteen thousand dollars into this just to get it ready to rent just for cosmetics that's no major stuff wrong with it if you want to fix and flip it and you just you're doing a mid-grade which is would be considered a mid-grade because you saw what the high end looked like on those other ones i took out of my arv then you would figure about twenty four thousand if you wanted to go for that high end, you'd figure for cosmetics and fixtures and appliances and things like that, about 28000 So that's a quick rule of thumb in that regard. Now, this is our five-minute calculator, and I'll show you where you find this. You find it right up here under Tools and Services, Repair Estimator, and then you click on it, and you download the spreadsheet and a video tutorial. Again, that was under, this is whenever you have a subscription to our service, go into repair estimate, tools and services, repair estimator, and you can download it. All right, so let's head back over here. So now, again, we're going to change this to 1335 because that's the square footage. Let's uncheck all of, put these back to zero. So these numbers in here are what rehab gurus who helped us put this together after doing many, many remodels and all said, this is a pretty fair average price for these types of things that are going on. And so that just means this is a good starting point. As you do more and more renovations, you're going to find your own suppliers and your own folks to do this work and your numbers may vary. So these things can change. If you've, well, I'll get into it. So let's say this needed a roof, which it doesn't, but if it did, we would just say one to turn it on and it would say, okay, a roof on this size of home is going to cost approximately $4,300 to re-roof it. Now, if you hover over this, or maybe it's over here. Yeah, right there. Oh, no. Oh, there was something here, but it's not there right now. Anyway, what it, it did is um, I played with this so much, I've changed some of these cells. So yours won't, yours will work right. But if you hover over it, it said something like, if you have more pitches, then you need to add $500 per pitch. That means a typical house like we're looking at has one center ridge line and a front half the roof and a back half the roof. But if you have something where you got a dormer sticking out of a portion of it, or there's four ridge lines or three ridge lines or something like that, then you want to add some money for that. Then if you look at electrical, if you need to rewire all the house, including the electric panel, then you would say, okay, it's going to cost me about $4,300 to do that. 
And so that's how that works. You just turn these on. If you're going to paint the inside, this is a two-tone paint, one color on the walls, white oil base on the trim, and doors and ceiling paint. So that's about three bucks a square foot, 4,000 bucks. If you're going to put regular flooring in, you can say that. If you wanted hardwood, then you'd be more expensive. If you have to do some exterior work, exterior paint or something, then might be more expensive. Uh, if you got to put in a fence or windows, this is where it could change a little bit. You got to put in 12 windows, or maybe you change that. You only have 10 windows in this one. And they cost 250 a window. So you can change that. If you get them for better price than 250, then you put in your price. And that just makes your next bid a little bit more accurate. So you can see there's a lot of stuff. Don't forget trash. Everybody forgets to put in money for trash. Um, if you want new lights and hardware, kitchen, you're going to redo the kitchen, redo appliances. Got to remember landscaping and termites, or you got to cut back some trees. You can add more things down here as you think about them. So get down to the bottom. It says, okay, based on what we check clicked, total is going to be 27,456. We always have a 10% contingency fund or grace budget. So 30,000 is what we're going to estimate for repairs. Does that make sense? everybody all right so now we have we've figured out the ARV we've figured out the repairs so now let's go up to ROI Muse and let's analyze this deal so they do have commercial deal analysis commercial lease analysis, residential lease anal deal analysis, and soon they'll have a rehab estimator. As soon as they get that, I'll evaluate that and see how it compares to what we've been using. So let's go in here and let's say this is a new deal. And here are the different strategies that you can look at. The BRRRR, the buy, renovate, rent, Let's see, what is that? Buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat. That's the Burr strategy. And you can have Burr with hard money or Burr with all cash. Then you have, if you want this as a rental, it can be financed or it can be all cash. If you want to do this as a fix and flip using hard money or all cash. So let's start with the hard money. And you can put in here how many bedrooms and baths, a lot sizes. This is more for your information. You do have to put in a deal name and a square footage so that whenever you go over here to save it, it will save it. And you can later on go back and remember exactly what you were working on. So here's where we get down to the nuts and bolts. The after repair value. We said 137. How much are we going to purchase this for? Well, let's just say 135000 And it's going to take, we said, 30000 in repairs. So our total cost is 165000 The monthly rents, we said, were 1650 How long is it going to take us to repair this and get it on the market? We're going to say three months. What's our property tax on this? Two and a half is pretty average. You can look at it and uh, make your own decisions. Always remember, though, as you're looking at property taxes and you're purchasing from maybe an older homeowner, they may have a homestead exemption plus a uh, over 65 fixed rate. So you might look at the property taxes and say, oh, they only paid $2,000 last year for property taxes. So I'm going to estimate my property taxes at $2,000. Well, as soon as you buy it and you, it's not your homestead and you don't have an over 65 exemption, you're going to be paying full price property taxes. So you want to estimate as high as possible so you know what your co holding costs are because they're going to ding you at the highest rate. 
and then putting in your proper figuring your property insurance if there's an HOA or not this one is not so we're gonna say no to that then these are different ways you can calculate it loan to value is means like loan to ARV loan to cost is loan to how much you're gonna pay for it and or actually cost includes paying for it and repairs and loan to purchase prices as if you're only trying to get a loan to purchase it. And so let's go loan to value, which is ARV. Let's change this from 65 to 70 because that's what we're using. Uh, let's say it's a 12% interest rate from a hard money lender, lender miscellaneous fees, half a percent is normally low. Let's say it's, 1%. And once you tailor this to the people you always use, you can go over here and, and um, save it as a new default. So next time you come up with this, it'll bring it'll put a new default in here. So you're not have to change this every time automatically puts in appraisal costs, survey inspection costs, things like that. So based on Oh, and you know what, I said 137 is my ARV. 237 is our ARV. That's important to uh, not make that mistake. All right. So over here is this is your minimum criteria that you want to make. Now on this particular home, I'd say my minimum criteria is 10% of this. So 23,000. So let's change that to 23,700. And let's hit this little recalculate button. And so this is saying, this is what I want my gross profit to be. So now it says, based on this, my maximum purchase price is 146,000. And I'm gonna need 20,600 in cash to pay my closing costs and the down payment difference between what the hard money lender is going to loan, which is 6590, and we need 176,298 all in. So that right there is valuable information. And you can come down here and I'll show you okay, this is the sales price, this is your profit numbers, this is your ARV you sold it for, this is how much cash to close you needed. This is how much interest you paid on that loan for the six months that you're holding it. Other operating expenses, your utilities for that amount, paying off the hard money loan, how much was the sales cost, because that's calculated right here and we have it at 5%. Now, if you're gonna pay a full 6% commission to, um, to the end seller, then you would wanna make that six. And then this is where you've set your utilities and how much you're paying per month for utilities and how many months you're going to hold it. So your net profit then is 231 or 21,330 because I just changed this to say it's going to cost me more to sell it. Now that's under my maximum criteria. So I can go back here, click that. It says now my maximum offer should be 143.9. Now, of course, if I say, oh, I don't want to pay that much, I want more profit, and I get it under contract for 130000 now my net profit's going to be 38000 if everything goes perfect, which it won't, but if it did. So as you can see, this is a really cool tool to quickly understand how much profit you're going to have in a deal. Now let's say we decided we wanted to finance a rental. Put 237. And let's say 145 was our purchase price. Now being a rental, we're not gonna put $30,000 into it. We're gonna put $15,000 into it. And we have 1650 as our rental. It's only gonna take us two months to get it onto the market because this is a pretty easy rehab, all this stuff stays the same, but now it's added, how long are you gonna hold it? You're gonna hold it for five years, 10 years, 20 years? We'll put 20. This is what's a estimated rent increase per year and expenses, home appreciation, 
and disposition costs. Whenever you go to sell it after the end of 20 years, how much is it going to cost you? This is assuming an 80% loan to value or loan to purchase price. Let's go to loan to value. And this is the interest rate we're going to get, lender fees, blah, 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 blah. So over here, it has a diff couple different criteria. How much equity do you want to capture in the first year? Or what is your cash on cash return for year one? Right now, it shows cash on cash return is negative if we hold this as a rental. So it shows if we buy it at 145 and we put this much into it and it can resell at 237, then we got a $67,000 equity capture. We're going to put out 7,500, but in the first year, we go down here, our actual rental rate at 1650 and putting in a vacancy means our effective rental rate is this. Our operating expenses, which is all of the things that I had shown right up here with the repairs and maintenance management fees. Now, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna manage it yourself, you can put that at zero and that will affect everything. So now instead of a bigger loss, now you're only losing $2 a month, which depending on your situation, maybe you're okay with that since you only invested 7,000 to begin with. But then you can look down here and you can see, so year one, you lose $25. Year two, you make 171. Year three, you make 371. And it just keeps going up and up and up and up. And it says after 20 years, you can probably sell this based on the figures that you put in there for $428,000. All right. So that's just two of them. You can do this. You can use this to do these other strategies as well. But I just wanted to show you how quickly you can calculate what your return on investment is going to be. And, and of course, if you are doing this as a not financed, you're doing this as a cash, all cash, then you're definitely going to make money and it's going to show you what your cash flow is and all kinds of stuff. All right. That is everything I wanted to go over. There's no questions. Get out of that. And for this last few minutes, we have about eight minutes left. I just want to give you a brief overview of the deal finding suite. It's our off-market leads, our county data finder, and MLS deal finder. These are our off-market lead lists. And you can see we have a lot of lists in here. Um, we always have a lot of on-demand training, real-time training. We have a great support team. If you send in a question or something like that, we try to get a response within two hours for you. This is our customer service phone number and email address, customer service at realestateiq.co. And we have freebies that we give out all the time. And there's what are called heat maps. These show where, what areas in the metropolitan are the most pre-foreclosures focused on, the most MLS discounted deals, and the most rentals. So those are heat maps. If you're interested in any of those, then you could go for that. And if not, you don't have to. Uh, if you have interest in any of the following businesses, you need a talk to a private money lender, hard money lender, mortgage loan officer, insurance contractor. You can read them all. You can check any of those and we'll put you in contact with those folks. If you're not interested, just say not interested. And if you need any of the other following law services, brokerage services, commercial brokers, notes, self-directed IRA or not interested, then feel free to click whatever you'd like there. And just out of curiosity, we're wondering how soon people are planning to purchase property. And it looks like uh, so far about a little over 78% are within the next three months. So that's great. And it's not bad that those who are waiting are waiting because maybe they're doing more education and they just want to get more information under their belt. And that's perfectly good too.
All right. Thank you for participating in that. So I'll just give you a brief overview of the costs of the steel analysis suite. We already talked about what it is. It's $15 a month or $99 a year. So it's you get two months free if you have a year subscription. The ROI Muse is an additional cost. That analyzer, because that's a company that we partner with, we didn't write that software. And um, we go over here to tools, you can see ROI Muse right there and you can get more information on it. And for the residential, it's $25 a month. The deal finding suite where we send that list to your inbox five days a week. If you were to buy all of those lists separately, it could add up to thousands of dollars. And then the premium suite is the same thing as the off-market lead list, but the premium part of it is that we provide skip tracing on these lists. So uh, that what that means is skip tracing means that on the pre-foreclosure list, you get information about the addresses in the house and who's being foreclosed on and all kinds of stuff like that. But then in the premium suite, off to the far right-hand side, you'll get up to five email addresses to be able to contact them from your home, which is very good during this current environment. You'll get up to five cell phone numbers and up to five landline numbers. So it allows you to go from your home and start contacting these folks to create appointments to go see their property. So our premium has been a pretty hot seller during COVID with everybody being locked inside. This is our regular prices. For the DFW, Houston, or San Antonio areas, it would be $159 a month. And the premium is three eighteen a month, but because oh, and also two months free for annual plans. There are no contracts. This is a month to month if you'd like. This is because you come to this event. We're discounting the deal finding forty percent down to ninety six dollars a month, and we're discounting the premium suite fifty percent down to one hundred and fifty nine dollars a month. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.